And I love this. One of my students said this recently. No is a complete sentence. It's a full sentence. No. You don't even need to throw the thank you in there. I give you permission to not even have to say that. You can just say no. Hey, you. I'm Jan Ditchfield, and I'm here to help you turn what you care about into a rock-solid small business that makes you money by attracting your dream customers. I've spent more than 20 years creating business strategies and marketing campaigns that produced multi-millions of dollars in revenue while making a significant impact in the lives of others. Now I'm here to share all the tips and strategies that I've learned so you can build a profitable small business without the overwhelm. It's all about knowing the simple systems and strategies that build your acumen and your profits, how to set yourself up for success, ignore the advice that isn't serving you, and create a plan that leads to a wildly successful business of impact. Welcome to the Impactful Life Podcast. Ready? Let's do this. I recently had an opportunity presented to me that I thought was pretty exciting. It was a bit of a big deal with somebody who I consider to be a bit of a big deal. And when it came into my inbox or my DMs to be actual truthful in this storytelling, I was blown away by it. And the first thing I felt like I had to do was jump on it. Like I was immediate reaction was, oh my gosh, I have to take this opportunity. This will never come again. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then the more I thought about it and the more I kind of sat down and really kind of examined what was being asked of me. And I started looking to see if it, does this fit in with my business right now? Does it fit, fit in with my long-term goals? Does it fit in with my strategy? Does it fit in with what's important to me in this immediate moment? The more the answer was like, no. And that got me thinking a lot about opportunity and the idea that when opportunity knocks, we have to take it. I think this thinking, it goes along with a lot of the things that I hear said to a lot of entrepreneurs and early business owners that you need to jump on every single thing that's handed to you and just go like hustle, hustle. And why that's just not healthy for us. And believing that opportunity only comes like once in a while, we have to stop worrying about that. And we have to start saying no when it knocks on our door. So I said no to this opportunity. And I wanted to talk to you a bit today about really having a chance to examine in your own business when things come across your desk or they land in your DMs and you think it's such an immediate, wonderful thing, or somebody's giving you suggestions in your ear that you should be chasing a goal that you had never considered before, why we really should stop and think before we open up that door to that possibility. Success happens in our businesses when we're lightning focused on results and we have a plan in place that we know are going to help us to get to that goal that we've set for ourselves and achieve those results. And that doesn't come by jumping ship or by chasing everything that comes through our desk and or by having squirrel syndrome in our business. It comes from understanding what's important and being comfortable saying no to the rest of it. So how do you get comfortable saying no? I'm going to be the first to admit that I am a people pleaser. Like I, I am that person that has a really hard time saying no. And it took me years to get to that point where I was able to actually sit down and go, "Mm, I don't know if this is actually beneficial to me. Like, yes, it might be helpful to you, but I'm the one who has to do all the heavy lifting here. And do I really want to do this? But when we're so taught to accept everything that's given to us and to be thankful for it, especially for me, I feel because I came out of the charity world and they have this belief system in the charity world that 
anything that's given to you, you should just be grateful for it. So like you get dirty mattresses donated. Well, you should be grateful because you have a bed or you get a donation made that's like $5 and somebody wants a tax receipt for that. That's actually going to cost you $20 of labor to send it out plus a stamp. Well, you should have been grateful for the $5 and you should bend over backwards to make sure that that donor is happy. And that type of thinking doesn't benefit us. Because we end up doing more damage to our own success by trying to please everybody else or saying yes to every single thing that's handed to us instead of really understanding what our own goals are and why we need to focus on those in order to be able to serve the people we care about so that they get the best of us, not what's left of us. So what kind of things should you be thinking about in your business that you say no to when opportunities come knocking? Number one, random partnerships. And you know what I mean by that, because I guarantee that right now you're like, oh yeah, I've done one of those or, oh yeah, I've got one of those requests sitting in my inbox somewhere. And that random partnership is a request from somebody who really isn't in your direct scope. Like they don't really have your audience. They don't have your customers. They like you. They've written something really flattering. Them working with you is going to help their business out or help move forward their goals. But when you're really looking at it with a strategic eye, there's nothing really there for you. Like, yes, you're going to help them and you're going to feel really good about yourself, but feeling good about yourself isn't necessarily what's going to end up making you more revenue in your business. So those random partnerships, those come across your desk and people coming in and asking something of you. That's the first thing I want you to sit down and say, no, thanks. When you're looking at partnerships, you need to be looking at partnerships strategically. So you want to sit down and think about people that you want to work with who are in similar space to you but don't necessarily own the exact same space as you. So similar, but not competitive. So who out there has shared audience who are people that might buy from you and you have shared audience for them as well. So like you hold audience that might buy from them. And the reality is a very small percentage of our audience actually buys from us. I think it's something like 6%, like it's crazy small. So when we get this like hoarding mentality, right, of this like scarcity mindset where we're like, we need to keep this all to ourselves because I've worked so hard for all these leads and I worked so hard for all of these opportunities and I'm going to keep every single one of them here. You know, my cards are to my chest and I'm not going to partner and I'm not going to share what I have. You're losing money by doing that. Are you going to lose money by doing random partnerships? hundred percent. Like this just like guaranteed. Like if you're doing a random partnership, you can guarantee that you are not going to see any financial gain out of that. But If you are strategic about it and you look for people in shared space, you are actually going to watch your business grow because of that. So those are opportunities to say yes to. And the other one's one you want to say no to. In my own business, a really good example of a partnership that I have or that the opportunity that I've been able to work with are people who work in social media space. So video, social media, strategy, Facebook ads, They're all things that my audience, you need to know about and you have to have in your business. And I talk about them a little bit, but it's really not where my expertise is. And likewise, people who are in the social media space generally don't talk about business acumen and talk about core business things, like the stuff that you know I talk about, the boring bits that make you money. But when we share audience and we kind of work together and we find ways to be able to collaborate, I always get a pickup in my business from that. And I know that the people I collaborate with also get a pickup in their businesses too, because we fill gaps in each other's businesses that are super important and necessary because we can't be all things to all people. But by saying yes to those effective types of partnerships and no to the random ones, 
that's strategic and that strategy will lead to more sales and more opportunities. And those are the ones that you want to be accepting in. The second thing I want you to start saying no to is advice from everybody. We live in such a noisy world. And especially when you're doing any kind of business where there's some kind of online involvement, everybody is going to have an opinion about what you're doing. Your brother, your mother, your best friend, 6,000 online business gurus. And when we listen to all of it and we try to focus on taking in all of this conflicting advice and sorting through what actually works and what doesn't work, we slow down our growth and it leads to confusion and it leads to missteps and it leads to chasing leads that never materialize, chasing opportunities that do not deserve your attention instead of focusing on what really matters, which are the voices that help you move your needle forward. So like everything in the business, like when I talk about your first year or even your second year in business, where I really think you should be lightning focused on doing one thing really, really well, it's the same that I think you should get focused on listening to one or two voices that are people that impact your business in a positive way. That when they give you advice and you implement that advice, you see pickup. Or when they give you advice and you listen to that advice, you feel more confident. Or when you listen to the advice and you, you, know, you absorb it, things get clearer and it's easier, not harder. Because when we chase those multiple differing opinions, it isn't going to lead us anywhere. It's again, it's like, right, right, the Schitt's Creek menu. I could use this analogy for everything. You open up the Schitt's Creek menu and you start thinking about, you know, the 16,000 things you could do in your business or the 16,000 people you could serve or the 16,000 different opinions on why you need hashtags today and tomorrow you do not. And then you go down that rabbit hole of trying to like unpack all of that and figure out what's actually true and what's not true. And we don't need to be chasing advice that isn't working for us. And we don't need to be chasing different opinions. And we don't need to be trying new things just because somebody said we had to do something new. And certainly not because you watched your competition do something and they got success. So therefore, you absolutely think you need to imitate it. Do not do that. We don't know the backstories on any of these things. We just see the fronts of each other's businesses. We never see the back end of someone's business. So making your decisions based on what someone's doing like on the front side of things, that's not going to work for you very well. So instead of listening to those multiple opinions, get crystal clear on the two or three that matter to you and the two or three that resonate with you also ethically and morally, and they make you feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Like nobody wants to take advice from somebody who makes them feel terrible. I, if I make you feel terrible, I don't want you listening to me. I want you to feel great when you listen to me. I want you to feel like you gain clarity and I want you to feel like you have new opportunities the right opportunities. And I want you to feel confident saying no to the rest of it. And I want you to feel okay that you don't have it all figured out yet. So prioritize the things that matter to you in your business, but also prioritize the things that matter to you as a business owner, a human being, and focus on putting people in your life who are going to fill you up, not confuse the heck out of you. What if you could start getting your business in front of the right customers right now and every day after that. That's exactly what my new program, Small Business Builder, is going to do for you. Small Business Builder is the ultimate starter guide to set up and promote your small business with a step-by-step process that removes confusion and saves you time getting your dream business online. You'll learn exactly where to start with getting your business online so you can start seeing results immediately. How to confidently create content that attracts your ideal audience while mastering all the tech 
like your email service provider, website platforms, graphic design, and more. In as little as four weeks, you will have created a standout brand that leads to serious growth in less time. While overcoming social media overwhelm by knowing who you're serving, what to say to them, and how to turn them into customers. Small Business Builder will give you the skills and strategies to confidently connect with your dream customers, stand out from the rest, and effortlessly grow your business every single day. Get on the wait list at janditchfield.co forward slash standout and be the first to know when doors open for enrollment to Small Business Builder this spring. I'll see you there. The third thing I want you to say no to in your business are things that you know will make you money, but will not make you happy. And I know that feeling of desperation in the early days of having a business where you just want to take anything in that comes your way because you just are so desperate for the money. But no amount of money is worth your happiness. None. And that's coming from the person who preaches profit all the time. No amount of money is worth your happiness. You have the right to say no to that. And one really great way to do this, like if you're like, oh, I need the extra money, Jan, and you know, I know I need to do like, say, take some one-on-one work on, but I'm terrified that this is going to be the thing that's going to start just like sucking everything out of me, or I'm going to start doing some work in the past that I know will make me money, but I don't enjoy it. Waitlist this type of stuff. You can do it, but you can do it on your own terms. So you can say no to the stuff that's just like absolutely not going to make you happy. You can say no to handholding. You can say no to people who do not light you up. You can say no to chasing down business that just never seems to show up or you don't get paid on time when people promise that you will. So a really good little hack to be able to figure out how to take on things in your business that are going to bring extra money in, but not in a way that leaves you feeling kind of like terrible at the end of the day or doing things that you really, really hate is to create some form of intake form where you can vet people off the bat and you can ask questions in that form and just say like, you know, you do selective work of X, but it's by application only. And that application can go out to the general public and anybody can apply to it. Like they, they're welcome to apply, but you just pick the people off that list that you really want to work with or that they find interesting or exciting and you limit that. So as you're growing your business, and you're focused on really trying to get your footing under the things that you really want to do in your business, you can have a little bit of financial stability still coming in, but not in a way that, again, is sucking the joy out of you while you're doing it. I've shared this tactic with a couple of my students before, and it really works well for them. And we all have to do things in the early days in our business, like you know, the first year or so, that we have to take things on that we kind of don't necessarily love in order to offset that awkward balance between like scaling up the side that you love, but without losing money in the meantime. So using this tactic allows you to be exclusively and carefully saying no to the wrong opportunities and you can say yes to the right ones instead. And the last thing I want you to get comfortable saying no to is anyone or any time in your own head that you think you need to cut your prices in order to grow your business. My students inside Impact Business Academy spend a lot of time validating their ideas and their business, which means they have to go out and talk to the general public about, you know, would this be something you would like? And would you buy this? And would you pay this much money for it? And there's always eventually somebody who goes back and says, oh, so people said they wouldn't pay for this or they wouldn't pay this much. So therefore I need to charge less. And my first answer is no, 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 no. 
We're not going to worry about the cutting the price on things. We're going to worry about messaging the value and why you're worth the money you're asked for. Because discounting is probably one of my least favorite tactics to use in a business, unless again, it's being done strategically, which I've talked about in an old podcast. Because when you're doing penetration pricing, where you're actually strategically dropping your prices in order to enter a market and then you raise them, I'm all for that. But dropping your prices because somebody's saying they won't pay you what you deserve to be paid or want to be paid, you can say no to that. They are welcome to take their business somewhere else. You don't have to be, again, all things to all people. And I love this. One of my students said this recently. No is a complete sentence. It's a full sentence. No. You don't even need to throw the thank you in there. I give you permission to not even have to say that. You can just say no. Because when you do the price dropping and you're doing it not from a point of strategy, but from a point of fear, people can tell, like you can tell. And it gives the impression out to your customers and to the general public and your competition that you don't even think you're worth what you're asking for. And you're definitely worth what you're asking for. You're probably worth more. So saying no to price dropping and cutting your prices and discounting and deep diving and friends and family discounts, all of that stuff, you can say no to that. Those are not opportunities. That's going to be detrimental to your business. Opportunities are the things that help you grow, not the things that just fill time or suck your energy or leave you feeling terrible about yourself or cause you to question what you're doing as a business owner. That is not an opportunity. That's when you say no. So if any of those things kind of come across your plate and like me, you know, you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. And this is just like, I can't turn this down. Stop and really question yourself of whether you can turn it down. And if you do turn it down, is it really going to impact your business that much? Because when I turned my opportunity down, I had to sit and think, you know, that what was being asked of me was a lot of time. It was a big ask. And yes, I definitely would have gotten in front of people that I would have loved to have been in front of, but none of those people would have been potential students for me. And they certainly wouldn't have been recommending me around because they were also competitors. So my ego would have felt fantastic. I will fully admit that. But financially, it wouldn't have done anything for my business. So I said no. And I'm glad I did. So the next time you have something come across your desk and you think, you know, I don't know what I should do. And you know, what would Jan tell me to do? Jan is going to tell you to say no to these four things. Say no to the random partnerships. They will not get you anywhere in your business. Say no to listening to advice from everyone. Focus on two or three voices that really support you. And when you listen to them, your business moves forward. Say no to taking work that does not light you up just because you need the money. Instead, find a way to vet out the good opportunities from the ones that really are not going to serve you at all. Emotionally, spiritually, joyfully, those things matter sometimes a lot more than money does. And say no to cutting your prices. You have worked too hard to get where you are right now to think that the only way that you can tip the scale in your business is by discounting what you're worth. Focus on your messaging instead. Focus on telling people why you are worth this. Focus on explaining the benefits you offer. Focus on showing people the transformation they're going to have in their lives because they worked with you. They chose you over somebody else. Focus on that and hold your prices still. You deserve to be paid what you're worth. Not every opportunity is a good opportunity. 
And so the next time she shows up and she knocks on your door and she's like, surprise, I've got something for you. Stop and question whether this is something that's going to benefit you long-term or short-term, or if it's going to benefit you at all, because you have the right to drive your business any way you want. And you have the right to say no to everything you feel like saying no to. And I will always be here encouraging you to do just that. Thanks for listening to the Impactful Life Podcast with me, Jan Ditchfield. Now take what you've learned today and apply it to your business so you can grow your sales and your impact. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And I'd love it if you could rate and review the show. Be sure to check out the show notes to learn more about this week's topic and find me on Instagram at janditchfield.co so we can connect. Until next week, be fearless, be passionate, but above all else, be strategic. I'll talk to you soon.